So this is one of our few uh, up-to-the-minute records, right? This is... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is where we're recording this on November 5th, 2022, and it's going to come out on November 6th, 2022. So, which is also why you'll maybe hear a few more little bits of of audio uh, weirdness, because normally our recordings are super pristine and no problems at all. <laughs> exactly. And so this one you might hear just a little bit of of additional fluff. Yes, but, Brian and Brady unplugged. Yeah. But uh, because it's super up to the minute, it's like a good time to talk about the World Cup of Star Trek uh, oh, because there's yeah. been some development. So okay. I think we last touched on Is this. Is it still music or did they finish up? So they just finished music recently. Okay. And very strange. I I get the sense that this one hasn't hasn't quite had the same frisson that like uh, that um, some of the other uh, competitions have had so far because this is their this is their fourth one after uh, like best story slash, like movie slash episode and then character and then ship um, and then uh, then they did best piece of music and i certainly kind of checked in and out like on it like i i I like a lot of star trek music but not enough so that i can just like readily identify every piece of music by the the name yeah like you can hear things and be like oh yeah that's like a thing that plays in star trek that yeah yeah, you know and like theme songs i don't know that i could you know and i'll i'll cop to like smartphones ruining my attention span just as much as any they have anybody else's and um (laughs) and so the uh, you know, I'm not usually going to like click through and listen to like every musical piece, even though the person who made the poll did helpfully, uh, you know, include that uh, that there. So all I have to say that it's a it's a strange. So all the other ones have kind of ended up being like what you'd expect, you know, like best episode slash movie, Wrath of Khan, best character Picard, best uh, mm-hmm. best ship, I believe, was the the TNG Enterprise, you know. Sure. Um, and this one though, it got kind of kind of weird. I think because like people who are really invested were the ones paying attention, and so oh, like, so they did it more on like the merits of like they would go listen to the music and then pick the ones that are oh, actually well, good or... maybe. But I actually kind of think it's more like a lot of people who who have some particular uh, tastes. You know, so some of that oh, okay. is the case, but I, th- I think it's probably a combination of like, there's still a few big names. There's also some, some like, oh, this is like a particularly good song, and then there's and then there's just some where it's like, oh, that's a strange one to have up here. There must be like this contingent is definitely in the house. Uh huh. So let's just see if you can get. So let me t- just just whip me through like like if you had to guess like ten, and you, if you can't yeah. think of ten, like if you had to guess ten, what would you say? So I would. Say, I mean, I think. Probably all the theme songs. I would guess that the like the motion picture slash TNG theme probably ended up winning it all. Um, no. Uh, so, so you said all the theme songs, right? You said yeah. So, so original series theme song, um, Star Trek, the motion, like the ones from the movies, and then TNG. Well, this is uh, this is another strange thing. Is I don't know why this is, but it doesn't have numbers ten and eleven listed on here so there's either a numbering issue or something happened um but uh because it goes right for number 12 which is which is the tos original title or original theme song really okay yeah to number nine which is um the enterprise clears moorings 
from Wrath of Khan. Huh. I mean, yeah, um, I couldn't tell you what plays during that, but right. Um, okay. So that, then it goes. Um, I'm gonna guess. I think this. Well, you, the, you get you guess all the main themes. So then, yeah, so, so so Voyager number base nine. Do, I, Voyager is number eight. Okay. Uh, which uh, and and the DS nine is number seven. Um, okay, I actually really like the lower decks theme. I will say, um, I wouldn't be surprised if that made it on there, but it might not have the established following yet. That um, and then um, on, I think which one is it? Is it Balance of Terror that has like a fairly? I think Balance of Terror and Amok Time have like pretty notable kind of like musical numbers that they then just kind of um, reuse for general like peril, at least in the original series. Uh, nope. So, okay. You won't guess the, like, okay. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's, I, like I said, and, and that's, so that's like, the, okay, so the, the limits of, like, things I can name, like, tell you that there was music for. Yeah, so, so I would say, um, so Voyager, DS9, is, those are eight and seven. Number six is the main title from the motion picture combined which is which is basically like a, a modified version of the of the TNG main title right and that's joined with Klingon Ballad which is the first other piece of music in that which is really good I, I would say that actually might be might might be my pick for like that kind of opening bit the music in that movie is really really good so I, mm-hmm. that that's a solid choice um, then number five is first contact from first contact no idea uh, what that is sure. Number four is the Enterprise theme song. <laughs> really? So I think, which you, and you'll see why in a second too, but I, I think the Enterprise people were like, this is our chance. Like no one is paying attention. You know, like no one's, no one's at the, at the, no one's in the con, you know? Right. Number three is the TNG main title. So basically you have two versions of the same song in, oh, the, okay. in the top 10. Sure. Um, number two is Archer's theme from <laughs> Enterprise. And then, and then number one is um, is the Enterprise by Jerry Goldsmith from the motion picture. Oh, okay, um, so like when they're like flying it, around, yes, looking at the ship. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't know, tell you what music plays there, but presumably it's majestic. Right. I couldn't either. I'm listening to it on YouTube right now, and I'm like, oh yeah, this. I know what this is, and it's good. It is good. Um, so like, I think if you heard it, you'd be like, oh yeah, I know, I recognize that, and it's good. Mm-hmm. I can. But like strange though, like right, and also like I would say that like the wrong order of the themes even like I guess I would go so the themes the themes they 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 rank them TNG Enterprise DS9 Voyager TOS and then presumably like somewhere else is like the other ones and and I would probably like go ones, yeah I would probably go out of like the classic ones I would go probably. TOS TNG Voyager DS9 uh, Enterprise, or so, which is like totally to different. Th- yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, the Voyager and DS9 are both those kinds of ones that, like, when it's playing, you're like, this is really good, and then kind of falls out of your head afterwards. I, yeah, um, I, I think both of those are like, they're fine. Like, uh, the. Yeah, they're, they're fairly standard, like, brass fanfare with ships flying around. Um,. But yeah, like I'm, I'm trying to like think of how they go right now, and I could yes. maybe pull up the DS9 one with like enough time. <laughs> yeah. 
So I think that it looks like their main title from Wrath of Khan is number 20. Surprise Attack from Wrath of Khan is number 19. Mm-hmm. The album version of the Enterprise theme is number 18. <laughs> uh, the oh, over- the, oh, which one is... I wonder, what is that the like one they used in the second half? Or is that the... I think it's just a longer version of it. Okay. Um, the, there's the overture from Voyage Home is number 17. Uh, the Battle for Peace from Voyage Home is number 16. The, the main title... So there's a so there's a main title slash Locutus from First Contact is number fifteen. So I don't know. There's a main title but and there's also a different song, song called, called First, First Contact. Yeah. Huh. Then there's the Star Trek uh, Six Suite from Star Trek Six Battle of Mutara Nebula from Rathacon. Rathacon does have good music. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's so okay. Let's let's just scroll back up. Let's just find some more weird things, huh? <laughs> so we've got where did uh, did um the any of the songs from uh oh, from a, Wade during, Eaton yes yes up. yes I, I i'm looking for those <laughs> right now so there's in the pale moonlight which is uh like the song from the in the pale moonlight uh episode of ds9 that's number 25 there's somewhere on here i saw a a um uh what's his name like the hologram man oh, i can't think of his name vic fontaine i saw vic fontaine's song he sang is called it's only a paper moon okay somewhere toward the top uh and there's a bunch of these where it's like Voyager main title extended version and Deep Space Nine theme hmm. single version and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's only Paper Moon is number 31. Um, let's see. A bunch of stuff from a motion picture. But motion picture does have really, really banging music. Yeah. I, I, do, I do agree. Um, the Star Trek theme end title uh, is number 36. Oh, okay, the one that's like a little bit longer. Yeah, and well, it's, the, and it's not, yeah, it's... It, it, I don't think it has the singing in it either, does it? Or maybe it does, but... Um, let's see here. So, theme from Star Trek Discovery end credits version is number 44. Um, I'll Be Seeing You, which is another Vic Fontaine song, is number 45. Uh, yeah, this is like... This, this I just think, is... It's a very hard thing to parse, like, this, this stuff, you know? Like, yeah. Um... Like when I was doing this before, I kind of oh oh so the main title so I think the theme, the the theme from the new movies the the Michael Giacchino main theme which is good, is number sixty. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't see like Picard though on here or Lower Decks. Um, I actually think the Discovery logo is pretty good. Or the, the Discovery theme is pretty good. I'm not a huge Discovery fan, but I think the the theme is pretty good. Yeah, I think so. I think, like, Picard's pretty good. I I mean, Strange New Worlds is just kind of a, like, remix of the original series. Um, I do like, I like the Lower Decks theme, though. I feel like it's... I, I think Lower Decks and Discovery are both, like, I'm like, these are probably better than the DS9 and Voyager ones, but, like, where, like... Those ones where I can never remember them, and then the the Voyager and Lower Decks one, I'm like I'm like I can almost remember them. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, the main title from Lower Decks is number ninety seven. Um, wow. Huh. Uh, yeah. So a strange one, but more exciting, I think. Like and m- much easier to parse, especially for big time, like run the series people like you and I are aspiring to be at least. You know. Yeah. I, I think I'll make it there before you probably, but. Um, is yeah, I was going to ask, are we going to need to like change the, change oh, one, the intro one to the day, show when one you day, do that? But, you know, I still, <laughs> I've still got a good like four, I've got like f- about five and a half seasons to go. So okay. we got time, probably a few years still. So, um, 
so the current they, they they've announced they're, they're already in, engaged in their new one, which I think will be a little shorter than most of the other ones they've done. Which is, well, can you guess what it might be? What what's a what's a best thing? That what's they... left? Um, I'm sitting here doing this in the episode that we're not editing. Um, maybe best like guest star, maybe. No, so what they're doing this time is they're doing best season of Star Trek. Oh, that could be interesting. That's yeah, a, it's it's fun that's like it's... worth examining i feel like yeah and obviously like incredibly smaller than any of the other ones but yeah but you can really gut check it i think really well like i I, that's what i've been i I used to like i'll give you some of them and you just like kind of give me your your basic read on them because i think it's been pretty it's been it's pretty fun because you can just kind of think about it and be like uh yeah that one that one and you kind of keep going you know it's it's very good for like a twitter poll you you know who knows whether twitter will survive to the end of this poll uh, as it's currently (laughs) uh you know but anyway Um, so we've got. Let's see. Let's let's just go back here. Let's go back to the beginning and just see what's see what's going on. Um, he's also doing it in kind of. I think because it is because it's a shorter thing, they're kind of doing it in this weird round robin situation where like you get one point for a tie and two points for a for a win, and then they're kind of they're they're running them through multiple rounds in the first round before any of them start getting eliminated. So that's also kind of an interesting thing. All right, so uh, original series season one versus Voyager season two. Oh, I mean, original series season one is like probably one of the best seasons of if not the Star best, Trek. Yeah. yeah, and it is winning seventy five to twenty five. Uh, TNG season seven to Voyager season three. I think. I mean, I couldn't tell you exactly what's in TNG season seven, but TNG is one of those that just kind of got better as it went on, and Voyager was like Voyager fun gets in good season in season three, four, but not yeah. Yeah, I think the, I think seasons two and, and three of Voyager are a little rough. Um, DS nine five or TOS three. I I mean I could I'm trying to remember what was in Deep Space Nine five. I feel like that's probably good stuff though. Yeah, I would and say I feel that, like, like season three is where TOS starts to kind of get a little. Yeah, v- like the, it has some hits still, but isn't really. It's that's where it's kind of. That's I think some people think that's kind of D- TOS's flop era, but yeah. Uh, TNG season four versus TNG, sorry, DS9 season four versus TNG season four. Or TC season, season one, I mean, sorry. DS9 <laughs> season four versus TNG season one. I mean, anything over TNG season right, one. Right, yes, yes, which is, uh, I say D- DS9 doing quite well, generally speaking, on this poll, which is good. Um, yeah. This this one, I, 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 I've actually been voting in the majority on most of these. This one, I did not. It says TNG <laughs> season, TNG season two versus ds9 season one to me ds9 season oh, one is not yeah. is not peak ds9 but it's still pretty good and tng season two is still pretty bad i like yeah some it's ex- not exceptions great. but that one is winning um hmm. you know but anyway it just just goes on and, and so yeah i'm really curious to see where this one goes i think it's gonna be nice and fast uh you know tng season three beat ds9 season three Voyager Season 7 beat Animated Series Season 1. I think Animated Series is going to get eliminated very quickly, it seems like. <laughs> um, Lower Decks Season 1 beat Discovery Season 2. Um, Enterprise Season 4 beat Lower Decks Season 2, which I, I can't believe that's wow. true. But um, <laughs> TOS Season 2 beat Voyager Season 1. Anyway, so it's it's going very quickly. I, I'm, I'm having a good time with it. If you're on Twitter, I'd say go check it out. But also... Uh, if you go over there now, you might. If you go over there, like today, today or tomorrow, you might see that the the uh, the account has quote tweeted me because I wrote uh, I wrote them and said, 
Love the idea of I said love this idea for it speaking about the um, the season brackets that I said one of the future best uniform and uh, oh that's and a good they they quote tweeted me and said one day soon and then they said of course there's already one winner and then they posted uh, a picture of like the the man miniskirt from uh, early days of of TNG, of TNG. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, yeah so nice. look forward to that. I, yeah. I will say, like, I, I mean, I'm gonna, Delta Flyer all the way, I guess. But I mean, the, yes, Delta Flyer is great. But uh, uh, I will, I will tip my hand a little bit and say that um, <laughs> that the uh, uh, we're going to be talking about tom- uh, later on today, but it won't come out for year to years for a couple months for our 100th episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about some some uniforms in that 100th episode that that I don't think will do very well in that in that ultimate bracket. But anyway. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Out of Contracts, the show where usually two guys who have seen part of Star Trek try to watch all of it in no particular order. I'm Ryan Howard. And I'm Brady Jungle. But today we are eschewing our usual uh, format to do one of our specials that we do every time a new season or one day, hopefully, movie of Star Trek comes out. Uh, We're doing it this time on Lower Decks. Season three, uh, the the third season of the of the uh, I almost said CBS All Access of the Paramount <laughs> Plus uh, of the Paramount Plus uh, animated the first animated uh, series that they have done for Paramount Plus, uh, and yeah, this is this is season three, and we have been pretty big fans of the first two seasons of this. I think it's been our favorite uh, new Trek going you know by a considerable margin at least, at least before yeah. uh strange new worlds came out earlier this year and i uh yeah so we're here to talk about just kind of that as a general overview um i like like is there anything to say about like the overall i thrust of the show this is i mean like like i i guess it's worth yeah if you haven't seen lord x or like listen to us talk about the first two because i think we've done specials on both of the first two seasons as well yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um it's basically it's a it's an animated uh comedy show so a little bit of a change in tone from the usual star trek but it's about it follows these four um like junior uh ship crewmates on a sort of like uh on a a support ship in starfleet and so it's kind of the trying to similar to the next generation episode lower decks like tell the stories of the kind of the people that are just like on the ship that aren't kind of the main command crew having the adventures um uh, and the yes and, and i i think uh this season it's i i would say actually probably a little bit looser even maybe than some of the other seasons in terms of like serialization maybe not but like the I would say that there are kind of three main like little story story arc points in this, or maybe four if you count that bad uh, that one bad episode. That's like I guess sort of a sequel to another episode. From we'll talk about that later. But I would say yeah, but not in like a way that matters yeah. really. We're wrapping up. We're wrapping yeah. up like kind of the Packlet War stuff from the end of season two. Yes, immediately then, in the first episode, so yep. that we can move on. And then there's like a, a small kind of running. Uh, bit in this season about uh why um rutherford one of the four main characters has an implant has yeah like, cybernetic which implant. has been like kind of hinted at i think in previous seasons like i think we've seen that sort of like flashback 
scene where like they're like these shadowy figures are putting the implant into him and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, uh, and then at the end, there's like this very weird uh, the thing. I didn't, didn't really work hundred percent for me, but like this, the last like two or three episodes, there's this very abrupt, like plot about Mariner, the main character, uh, getting kicked off the ship for over like a, a kind of a stupid misunderstanding and then, and then coming back. Um, yeah. And, yeah, but like you know, most of that stuff is there in service of like you know the jokes and and like these kind of like quick 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 versions of of like Star Trek plots. Um, so, what did you think yeah. of this? What do you think of the season overall? Um, so I I think overall like I still enjoyed it. I think for me it didn't hit this hit me the same way that the first two seasons did. I felt like, and I think mostly it just didn't feel as like fun slash funny like it's it seems like one of the things where they they like kind of forgot to put in the jokes is almost the feeling i got from it and i think it definitely still had like some high points but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. varied a lot more whereas like you i feel like the early seasons is just like kind of every episode is just like oh that was so good and i really enjoyed it and this one there's kind of like had some dry spells and some good ones and then um i do and i i I appreciate that because it feels like what they're trying to do is kind of like advance these characters sort of stories or arcs or kind of give them like character growth a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I feel like they almost put a little bit too much into that sort of like advancing the stories at the expense of the kind of just like fun, funny, jokey adventures that I loved Lower Decks for, if that makes sense. But at the same time, I like still like these characters and liked to see them grow, and I thought they had good moments for them, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm I, conflicted I, about this season. That's interesting because I, I kind of feel the same. I wasn't sure like how much how, how simpatico would be about this, uh, but the I, I I I'm struggling with like how much of it is just as as like that. I agree with you on like, the specific substance of this season, and how much of it is just wondering a little bit if like even though I did like it, if if, if the bloom is off the rose a little bit in terms of like what the show is capable of doing like like have we seen the show's tricks at this point because but that's the thing is i think that they are tr- they're trying to i i got the feeling that they're like trying to get it to a point where they can do new things other than those tricks and i didn't enjoy it as much as i did when they were just doing <laughs> yeah the same I tricks i don't that's know it. i don't know that i agree because because i think it, now and this is one thing too where it's like I think maybe also like they, maybe they're doing the tricks, but maybe the tricks are starting to feel either either we've we've seen them enough to get what the trick is going to be, or they're getting lazier. Because I to me, I still feel like granted, like there were maybe some story points that they would that they would they would do every now and then, but but like where it would be more story oriented. But I still feel like the show usually is operating in one of two like they, like they have two jokes. The jokes are Star Trek jokes, like jokes be about like that this is a Star Trek show mm-hmm. or the joke is that like the twist is that everyone is nice and has good intentions. Right. Like, like that's like, right. uh, and like the, I think the kind of classic one of those is the, uh, the farm. I, I forget what it's called, but the one in season one where like Boimler gets, has a transporter accident and is getting like taken away to like this farm for people that have oh, had yeah. transporter accidents. And there's like this like dark, you know, like dark ship with this like angry captain and yeah. it's all very like 
and then he's like trying to like arrange an escape and everything and then they get to the farm and it's like very nice and everybody's happy and they're just like no we really just like wanted to support people that have gone through trauma yeah the one that i always think about the classic one is the one where where all of the 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 the, the command staff are like in that beam, caught in the <laughs> yes. beam and the, the, i am honored to be in this beam, be in this beam. Uh, and they have to rescue them when they only figure out that they're actually being celebrated you know yeah but yeah like it, it, it's it's a they do it a lot and so i'm like is this I, I like I'm just starting to be like, all right, I get it. Like, or, or but but again, I don't know whether that's just that, that they've done 30 episodes of it now, or if it does feel like maybe they're getting lazier or not lazier, but just like that, it's just getting harder for them to like find things to do it with in a way that is like entertaining. Because because like thinking about because because I, I don't like it when when shows or when when shows or movies or whatever are just like reference fests. Like and yes, and so like. You look at like some of the stuff from like say season one of the show where where you have like um, you know that 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 really funny bit where they're all talking about censors. Uh, yeah, or, and I think that's the thing is that I think when Lower Decks is at its best, it's not just making references; it's like making jokes about it, right? That and, are very good and smart. Yeah, or like the the, the first movie episode uh, yeah, for yes. season one where <laughs> it's like it. it it's its own thing, but it is kind of like poking a little bit of fun at like the way that star trek movies work and i think then a great like kind of counterpoint to that is the movie episode from uh this season which i did not end up liking that much because it really wasn't doing that it was just kind of like well let's just have a bunch of different references to every movie in this in this episode right like that yeah like, it's not really it's not really uh like being like oh like we're going to have like some scenes where we're going to talk about how we're all getting older or you know like like right like, where there's kind of some like meta commentary there it's mostly just like all right well now we're going to do this and this is from this is from first contact and then this one's from episode this is from final frontier and this is from undiscovered country like like, like like they have like a checklist and like all right well we have to like reference all of these it wasn't like a horrible episode, but I was just like, I, I mean, I get it. Like, I see what you're doing, you know, like, yeah. and whereas like, I think that probably maybe my, the most successful, I think, joke from this uh, season for me was probably what episode is it? It's one of the early episodes where they go to, um, where they go to Montana and, um, and the first contact uh, area has been turned into like a theme park. I think that's the very first one. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I think yeah, that was pretty tr- funny. They have to like steal the. Uh, like Zephram Cochran's ship to get to the Cerritos because they're trying to like clear well, it's, Captain's it's, name. It's a replica. It's a replica of his ship because like it's in terms yeah, of it's like a ride. Like, it's like a, a, ride a the mission Phoenix, space ride. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then like there's a holographic Zephram Cochran that is like talking to them about like getting ready for your trek among the stars. You know, like uh, yeah. And they and, all buy like like the like headband like rep- souvenirs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I thought that was really funny. <laughs> that episode's like, also fun because, like, they're all in their, like, civilian outfits, and yeah. uh, and Rutherford is wearing a Jake Sisko sweater. And yeah, I think he, like, at some point... And Boimler's like, in the, like, Traveler Wesley yeah. outfit, too. Does it at one point, like, Bo- uh, Rutherford say something like, uh-oh, am I, am, I not, am, I, am I dressed asymmetrically enough or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, like they're or, or just like you know, like there's they, they go to they go to Cisco's dad's uh, uh, restaurant in that episode too, and there's a there's a hot sauce there that's called Ketracel White Hot Sauce, which is yeah. I think it's pretty funny. But there's stuff like that where it's just like 
this is you playing in the space and like using Trek to kind of like make jokes that are like specific jokes rather than being like, oh, yes, like we've all seen this. Like, you know, yeah, like, like, the Star Wars, like holding up the thing and then because you're pulling it out of storage or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like like um, there's another episode later on in the season uh, where um, it, I think we actually talk about the episode it's kind of based on. Uh, we're talking about that like in a in a in a few weeks, I think. But the the yes. the the mat the the masks episode of, of TNG. And there's just like a scene at the beginning of that where, where it's just like, they're just like the masks episode is happening again to, yeah, to like, us. Well, the captain put on a mask and turned the whole ship into yeah, a temple. Like, Go figure. That's like not a, that's like not really a joke. That's just like, uh, you remember the when this happened? Like uh, it's like yeah. the member berries thing from South Park. Like, and, right. and so, yeah, like, I don't know. Like it's, it's, I want. I still like it when they're doing something that's like it feels a little bit more uh, creative or like additive, which I do think that they do sometimes in this uh, show. But that it just felt like the hit rate was a little bit lower to, for me this year than in previous in previous seasons. Yeah. Um, so like, what what you know, what do we want to talk about? Like, what's what are like? Should we talk some highlights? Should we talk like just some other things we've noticed? Should we talk about? Uh, episode seven, a mathematically perfect redemption, which is by far the worst episode <laughs> of the show, um, uh, like across all three seasons. Yeah, because that was one. Because I had actually I kept up with it pretty well for like the first half of the season, and then went like a while because this is so. This is the one show that like Lisa and I watch together. Like she doesn't really watch Star Trek, but we watch Lower Decks, and she and that's that's I think the. I feel like one of the best things you can say about Lower Decks is like, cause she doesn't watch Star Trek and she still enjoys, like she still really likes Lower Decks, which I think is like a good indicator that it's like, it's pretty reference heavy, but it's not reference dependent. You know what I mean? Like, cause I think there's yeah. some things where you're just like, unless you have seen all the references, you're just like kind of sitting there being like, well, they're, they're acting like this is funny, but I don't really get why. Yeah. But I feel like it has so much kind of humor and character in that to it anyways that like it's still an enjoyable show in its own right. Um but yeah, but we weren't able to watch together for a while and so it wasn't until I think this earlier this week that I kind of caught up on the last like four episodes. Um but you had texted me when that one came out <laughs> saying that it was like we now have what is definitively like the worst episode of Lower Decks. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, I was not disappointed, I guess, or like was disappointed. I'm not sure what the yeah, and, yeah, and, and uh, <laughs> so that that you know that it's it's this character Peanut Hamper, which uh, which is already I think kind of like a it's just one of those like dumb internet joke thingy where it's just like oh like what if we had two different name like two different words that like you know are they sound like precocious together or whatever, but they but yeah, there was kind um, of like a one off joke like at the time in like one episode of season one where like Tendi builds an exocomp and she's like, I've got the perfect name for you. And I, well, I think the exocomp actually depicts the name for itself, but I, but, but, but this is part of the problem is that like, we're watching this and I'm like, I guess I kind of remember this. And Kim, Kim is watching it being like, am I supposed to know who the hell any of these people are? Like, like, uh, yeah. Because it's from it's from this it's from the season finale of season one that there's this robot that the Tendi builds that like ends up not wanting to 
sacrifice herself for the sake of the ship and then beams herself off of the off the Cerritos. And then this this episode is like Yeah, right. like what <laughs> because we all wanted to know what happened to <laughs> that exocomp. Right, so it's it's kind of about her. So like the lower decks cast really isn't even in it for most for like half the episode at least, and it's just like yeah. she she like gets she gets beam she beams herself off and then she kind of gets uh, stranded in deep space and and then uh, ends she kind of like crafts a Wilson type uh, you know fake friend that she can that she could to keep her company and then um, she ends up. Uh, uh, escaping and landing on this planet of of bird people, right? Um, uh, yes. Which the planet is called Ariolus, which I did think was funny because I'm twelve. Right. But um, <laughs> yes, and they even they have like Boimler saying like, "I is that really the? Can, can we not call it something different?" Yeah. Um, and then uh, and. Uh, then like she falls in love with a bird person. This this also feels very Rick and Morty too, a, l- a little bit, but like not, but not funny. Like because I'm saying bird because person, of bird person. Like, yeah, but like you know, like then like because they because the robot and, and her end up having having sex and sure and, and you know um, it just reminds me of bird person a little bit, but not as good. Um, and uh, uh, and then she kind of she's sort of it's, it seems like she's kind of uh, reforming herself, but it turns out she was basically had staged all of this to get back in Starfleet's good graces, like to kind of like, yeah, she kind of arranged for, yeah, she arranged for the bird planet to like be attacked by scavengers so that she could save the day to like, look like a hero. Yeah. Um, and then she ends (laughs) up, but, and then she ends up at the end, she ends up being arrested and put into stores next to, uh, Agamus, who is that robot we saw, I think for what in in season two or season one for like one episode. In, yeah, in, played by uh, Jeffrey played Combs. By Jeffrey Combs, and, and I think yeah. they've actually said they're going to make a sequel to that uh, in season four, which I'm kind of like, uh, uh. you know, because I, I really didn't like that episode, but I do like Jeffrey Combs, and I remember liking yeah that season two episode that Jeffrey Combs is in. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's that like the funniest joke in that whole episode was the. What is it like megalomaniacal self-aware AI storage? Yes, that they that's, put her in? yeah, that's the that's the name of the of the of her jail. She she's in the data administrator and she's in the self-aware megalomaniacal computer storage. Yeah, yeah. With um, I forget who else they they kind of like show a few other people in like yeah. Let me look other cells. Um, like I think um uh the the probe that Kirk talks to death is like up in a corner. Okay, what's Nimrod? I think. Is, the, is it how it's called? Yeah, they don't. That's it's the oversight. They don't say who else is in there on on uh, on Memory Alpha. Um, they just say that Peanut Hamper and, and Agnes are in there. So, um, but, um, no, I'm sure there's what, some other some other folks in there. What is the one I'm thinking of? Nimrod is the he's the one from the the Changeling, I believe. Is uh, uh, so he could Nimrod could be in there. Although Nimrod explodes though. But oh yeah, uh, but yeah, there's one that like looks like one of those from original series but but yeah uh so anyway it's just like it, it's weird because it just doesn't it's just not very funny like it's hard to even explain like it like it it's there are jokes in it but not very many and then just they're they're just not very good like it's just like like you're just kind of be, the, there the whole time like like what is this like yeah uh, like why like, are we having an episode of lower decks with like none of lower decks the people yeah. people we like from lower decks yeah 
Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's that's a strange. What most of the stuff, it wasn't like that. It was just kind of like, oh yeah, like that's either like that was pretty good or oh, I didn't love it, but like yeah, just a little bit. They did a full episode of Deep Space Nine. Yes, which I did. I did appreciate. Um, uh, didn't like. It wasn't like blown away by it, but I was just happy that that this season we finally have gotten some character. We got we got we got three yeah. DS Nine characters, or I guess four if you count Morn. Um, so sure. in in the DS Nine episode, you've got Quark and Morn and. And uh, Kira are all in it, and yeah. um, uh, which which. So did you think did you think that um, Quark sounded a little bit different? I didn't. So I, I I thought I didn't think Quark sounded that much different. I thought Kira sounded different for some reason. Well, I think Kira just sounded older. She just sounded like, like a, I, yeah. I, um, Although I guess I couldn't like. I guess I like don't know what I. I don't know. Like Kira, I guess, just doesn't have like. There's no kind of like distinctive feature where you were just like, "Oh yeah, that's a Kira voice." Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I thought yeah for some reason Kira sounded like just didn't really seem to fit the like the visual for some reason for me. Quirk, I didn't really notice any difference, but um, yeah, I I uh, it's so I I I definitely thought that she sounded different, but I. I think, but again, I, I think that's kind of in the same way that like if I don't know if you started watching Prodigy yet, but um, but like Janeway sounds different on Prodigy, and I think that's just age, just because, um, just because you know it's like it's like yeah how Carrie Fisher sounded different when you when you watch like the new Star Wars movies, like you know that just right. that just happens. The yeah. I thought that this is interesting because I Kim and I or especially Kim less Kim or less me than Kim, but even you know I a little bit thought thought that. Armin Schirmann sounds a little bit different, and we were theorizing that's because he was—he didn't have his teeth in. Um, his, oh, like, so that's a teeth. good point. So he wasn't having to like talk around. Yeah, but I—I I looked it up though, and he actually did wear his teeth. Like he said, really, just to try to get his voice to sound the same. I yeah, guess that makes sense. And he yeah. said he still has his teeth from twenty years ago, which which sounds disgusting, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but then he said, when I listened to the episode, it doesn't sound like the teeth are in, so I don't know what they did. He's like, I know I wore the teeth, but it doesn't sound like the teeth are in, so that's the only prosthetics mm. I had on was the teeth that was made for me when I did the show. So it's funny because, I mean, like, a true pro, honestly, uh, like, he, that he's that he had the foresight to be like, well, I want to make sure that I still sound the same, so I got to wear the teeth. But then, yeah, it doesn't seem yeah. like the teeth really... Uh, I wonder if, I don't know if this would make a difference or not, but because I feel like Armin Shimmerman has done more acting or at least like voice acting since deep space nine i might be wrong about that but i feel like he's like had more of a career as like a voice actor and like playing more different characters mm-hmm. so i wonder if it like does it become harder to go back to an earlier character if you've done more different things in the meantime yeah i, don't know. I, I mean i guess i don't know if i mean i don't think he sounds like really terribly different either. anything it's just like you know yeah i uh I, I did like that that episode was basically just an episode of DS9. Like it, was, it really was. It was yeah. just like <laughs> like Lower Decks happened to be kind of like in the on the station while it was happening. But yeah. yeah, and it wasn't like incredible, but it was just it, I, it just it was just like fun, and it was just like it's nice that they just like got to do this, like because I was pretty clear like everyone just like well, we'll just write an episode of DS9 would be kind of fun, you know? Yeah, and um, and uh, you know, because it ends with like Quark ha- having you know stolen something. Yeah, like Quark has like done something shifty to try to make money and ends up getting caught for it and everyone's like Quark. Although it did remind me though of the recent episode we watched which I think is out now, right? Like the episode, uh yeah it is. I think uh the episode that I think it's actually the last episode in the feed right now 
where someone's trying to assassinate uh, Garrick. And then, oh, yeah. And then, um, the, like, the, the people who they think, the person who they think it is just gets destroyed by the Romulans. And the Romulans are like, oh, yeah, that's perfectly legal because he was an assassin, so we just killed him. And there is a kind of a similar thing in that episode where they're like, all right, well, Quark stole this weird replicator from us. So we can just so we fully can just like arrest can, him off like, of the ship, like yeah, like, like beam him off the station onto our ship and and fly away. And they're all kind of like, well, yeah, fair is fair. And it's like that's not that's not how this should work. Like it's, you know, uh, like is there some sort of international law in yeah space? But um, the uh, the other, but yeah, the other character though from DS Nine is uh, Martok appears uh, uh, briefly in an earlier episode of the of this season. yeah in um, the like. Klingon version of D and D, who JJ Ursler still, I would still say, still does sound basically the same. Uh, and, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was. I was. I kind of wished he was in it a little bit more. I was like, oh man, give me some more. Give me some more Martok. Let's some let's Martok. see. What he's he was really good. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was fun. Um, which but, episode? I've forgotten what that episode was about. Uh, <laughs> like which one that was in? I think there was an episode two. Um, yeah, it's episode two, because it's, it's a very s- small thing, because they're, like, they're playing that, like... Oh, and that's the one where Boimler, like, decides he's gonna be more adventurous, or whatever? Uh, yes, yes. Which is another like, kind of, like, running thing, I guess, throughout this season, that, that I think is, like, pretty fun. Um, yeah. but, uh, uh, yeah, um, so that was fun. I'm trying to think, like, what else was, like, what else We got were... to, speaking of the, uh... Um, Delta Flyer uniforms. We get there were those in that episode, where, uh, where Rutherford gets like has a like fight within his consciousness with like a past version of himself, and they decide to have a like a spaceship race, and oh, Rutherford right. just like builds the Delta Flyer and then wears the yeah like Delta Flyer uniform. Uh, which is the episode? I, yeah, I don't know. It's it. I, like looking at it, thinking about it now. It's like I think I, I haven't. There's not a lot of episodes of this where I can immediately be like, oh, yeah, that one. Like, like this is Yeah, nothing really, happens. like, stands out as being, like, um, yeah. Or I remember, like, something happening, but it was in the context. Like, I can't remember, like, why it was happening. Like, it's like, I remember that there was the, the D&D game, but I don't remember what is happening in. Um, right, because that was just kind of a, like. Oh, like at the very start of the episode and then like presumably a whole other episode happened okay no i remember so yeah there was some okay i'm looking at this this there is some i i'm maybe we're not giving it quite enough credit because i did so that that episode where he is where he is it's one of those things where it's like i i, I liked this but this is this i think is also a perfect example of what i was talking about where like we 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 get the joke which is that this the more he's deciding to become more adventurous is where there's that alien who says he wants to hunt him and then he yeah, that, that I liked. That I thought was a lot of fun. I liked it, but then at the end where he just, like, the the, the bit is that like, he... takes a selfie with he him. He takes a selfie yeah. with him, and it's like, it's funny, but also it's like, of course that was going to happen. You know, like, like that's just, like, that's... Yeah, I mean, it, it very much is, like, the Lower Decks bit, right? Is you have, like, this big guy with, like, sharp weapons. Yeah. Hunt, like, chasing Boimler with, like, pointy teeth and that, and then ends up catching him, and, like, you find out that he practices catch and release. Yeah. Um, Which is a funny joke, like uh, you know, and, yeah, and, like he's like a good friend of the captain and yeah. all that stuff. I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to be too hard on it because I did, I did laugh still a lot in it. Um, I like, I like the episode where they are trying. There's like the 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 other lower deckers from a different uh, a different uh, shift that are they have to race them across the ship to like get their names uh, put in for like the lottery and like oh, that's, yeah. like where they where they keep where they keep, they stumble onto like the the shacks and Taana. Like their weird sex thing that they're doing in the 
in the holodeck that's pretty funny um I like to that the end of that one. That is like a like a, the rare one of those uh, that kind of ends in like a like a, a more negative way where like they're like oh we decided not to put our names in because we would be split up and then they're like you idiot like we could have all we could have all, all shared one, a room. Yeah, Rutherford, that, awesome. is that the one where Rutherford like, was like on a spa or whatever and he comes back and he's just like why didn't you just put all yeah. of our names in? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> you stupid people. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, the. Like there was the episode where where like because now um, uh, Mariner it seems like she is like actually oh, they might be broken up at the end but she she was like actually dating um, that Andorian character played by Lauren Lapkus yeah his name, I can't remember right they now do some stuff with that in this um, one uh, Jennifer Jennifer yeah Shireen I think maybe she has like an Andorian last name and um, like there's that episode where she kind of meets her friends and um, that episode is all right uh, yeah. Um, I think overall, like, and kind of what they set up for the end, like, the last two episodes, is that, like, we've kind of reached a point where, like, Mariner has... Because Mariner, in the first couple seasons, like, her character was always the one that, like, she, like, doesn't like people being in authority over her and is always rebellious, but is also very good at her job and, like, kind of, you know, works sort of outside the rules. And in this one, you see that, like, she has grown up and, like, does care about Starfleet and wants to be part of Starfleet, but everyone still, like, assumes that she's still gonna mess up, and so that's why she gets, like, kicked off the ship for a while, but then ends up coming back by the end. Yeah. I will say, so in the second-to-last episode, I was like, oh, great, they're gonna do, like, the thing that they've done in the first two seasons, or I guess the thing that just kind of, like, all of Star Trek does now, where, like, they have this terrible, this, like, cliffhanger at the end of the season where it's, like, you know, like, something has happened that will, like, change the landscape of the show, right? Because, like, the first one ended with Boimler, like, gets transferred onto Riker's ship. And then the second season was, like, the captain just got arrested. And then they spend, like, one to two episodes at the start of the next season fully undoing all of that so that we can get back to just being, like, in the same situation that we were yeah. so you can still have a TV show. And so I figured they were going to do the same thing with, like, Mariner getting kicked off the ship um, and being like, okay, well, we know that then, like, the first episode of the next season, they're going to just bring her back. But they ended up doing it in the last episode of this season, so that's something, I guess. Yeah, I I, I will say, like, I, I kind of... Oh, and then they intro- they do introduce the, uh, the Vulcan from... The oh yeah, from like the lower decks, but from the lower decks, decks from from other other uh, groups ships. Yeah. yeah, who I who I, I I was like, oh, that's cool. I like that character. So um, yeah, I uh, yeah, I, I will say like there's a couple of like little bits of interesting like character work. I think in this season, like I think you kind of see a little bit more like Captain Freeman's sort of like hunt for like legitimacy and also like not only legitimate. It's like a it's yeah. it's this weird like combination of like legitimacy, but also like a genuine desire to figure out how her work and her ship can be useful, you know, with like, she's kind of like trying to prove like what the, this California class ships can yeah, do. That we still and she kind of has that. that operate. What is it called? Operation. Um, what yeah, is it it's called? Like it's fun, it's check in or no, swing by swing by yeah, operation swing by where she wants people to do. She basically want, wants like, in addition to second contact, she wants people to like, she wants the California class to like have this schedule where they can sometimes you can just kind of check in on. Um, yeah, like go back to places where, like, the Enterprise has solved a problem and then left. Yeah. Because um, like the the f- first one they do it is the planet from 
I think an episode we watched fairly early in the show where there's like two like one planet that is addicted to drugs no, I think and we watched planet that, I, think like, we, I think we watched that episode this year actually did we really <laughs> yeah i think so but yes i, um, I what's the episode called the, the uh, one the one with the famous shot of like a person like electrocuting Riker. yeah um yeah and they go back and <laughs> I, I i did like that like they have like a mural that's like oh yes like this is picard like you know cutting us off from the drug yeah and this is us descending into madness and then this is us, like, finding ourselves by, like, starting to exercise, to quiet the demons raging inside our skulls. Yeah, I, I did like I did like that. I liked how uh, it did feel a little bit like there's this weird thing of, like, well, it worked out, but, like, we're kind of a little bit, like, like their relationship with Starfleet seemed very, like, complicated, where they were like, we appreciate that you did this, but also it really was pretty bad, like, but we're good now. Like we, like, like yeah. there was a little bit of like, yeah, it was, it was funny. It was like a, like I get what you're trying to do, but it did kind of suck. But, uh, maybe that was a while ago that that episode happened. I'm trying to figure out what, what, how long ago that was. Uh, um, I think it was, it's symbiosis, I believe is what that, yeah. Which was episode. Oh, that was a while ago. That was like, uh, that was episode 54. So I was about to say, yeah. I feel like it was pretty, it was kind of right after our, 50th episode because it has yeah, right. the guy that played david in wrath of khan you're right yep so that was like one of the aliens so that was uh, about a year and a half ago that we did that so um time flies but uh yeah yeah symbiosis um uh so yeah that, that was like kind of a fun thing i so <laughs> I, I the i will say the end like, like, I think, I think, like, the end of the, of the, of the show, uh, this might be a good way to, like, unless there's other things you want to talk about, like, I think the end of the show really sums up, like, a lot of the, like, the positive and negatives I felt about the show this year, like, the last two episodes of the show, which are kind of, like, this, mm-hmm. this two-episode arc, which is, like, A, wrapping up, like, the, what one up, what's up with, uh, Boimler's, or with, with Rutherford's implant, and, um, and like some of like the emotional maturity stuff for for both Freeman and Mariner, and yeah. uh, and just some other kind of like dangling plot things and because they have, you know, it's it's about this, uh, it's about this, you know, that the, like there's this reporter that is high that is kind of like comes to do an expose or to like do like a feature story on the Cerritos as it's kind of trying to implement Operation Swing By. And the Operation Swing By starts out going really well, but then they go to the other planet and it's been taken over by the Breen, and then they are almost going to be destroyed, but then the new Texas-class ship comes in, which is basically like a a drone version of a Starfleet... It's, it's, it's an unmanned version of a Starfleet ship yeah. that has better firepower and it attacks all the Breens and destroys them. And then and then that kind of goes into the... And then and meanwhile, like, the reporter does this, like, really terrible expose on, like, how how much of a, of a, of a bleep show the the Cerritos is, and then which results in um, uh, Mariner getting fired and, or basically getting, well, before, yeah, she gets fired before that because, because basically everyone assumes that like, she was the one, like she told the report, because she goes to the reporter and she's like, I'm going to tell you the, the real story. I'm like, kind of, and then everyone assumes that like, she told them all these like terrible stories while everyone else was trying to put on a good face. Yeah. So they transfer her to this, this really bad star base. I think they've only mentioned uh, in other episodes of Lower Decks. And then she quits and joins uh, this other character who we'd seen earlier on in the season, who is a kind of like a, 
a Vash type, you know, not not actually Vash, but like yeah, like archaeologist. Yeah, who it, tur- it turns out like is being person. funded by Picard to like find archaeological treasures and like restore them, which I thought was a pretty funny yeah. twist. Um, but uh, and and then but then it turns out in the next episode that like the Texas class guy is the guy who put in uh, who kind of like put in Rutherford's implant and then uh, also like used the this code from his implant to. Uh, to program yeah, the, it's like the same the code Texas class ships, and he's doing this all for like prestige, you know. And he he was the one who kind of like got the breed invasion like going, and, and so yeah, he's he like set, set them up to to look bad, yeah. And then and then, but then like the because because you kind of find out that like this this code is corrupted, and it's actually partially the code that created uh, Badgy, who but <laughs> who I who I was convinced was going to like actually manifest on the ships, like even before they said Badgy is Badgy's code, like he doesn't actually show up, but like. Um, no, except in the the like little post credit scene. Oh, I didn't even see that. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't keep watching for that. Is he? What is he? What happens in the post credit? So, scene? so it's 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 real. Brief. It's basically just they show like Rutherford's old implant that like I think it's at the end of season one where like Shax rips out his implant because he's been like taken over by Badgie, uh-huh. and so they show that just like kind of floating through space through a bunch of like space de- space debris. Yeah, and then it kind of like flickers and flashes on and you see Badgie's face like in the in the eye okay <laughs> of it uh <laughs> all right more more computer more more evil computer people coming back um but uh i mean i'll make an exception for Badgie. Yeah, I, I like Badgie. i like Badgie. i mean i like agamus too so uh but yeah the the um and so and then you know there's there's like a pretty violent like like they, it, it kind of like they did in season two, predominantly, where like it kind of turns into just a real episode of Star Trek, where like they have to do some different, you know, kind of like Starfleety kind of stuff to to like yeah. figure out how to beat these things. Um, and it it's yeah, it kind of like it, it's it it kind of like kind of encapsulates, I think, like a lot of like the good and bad about about this season of the show, where like I liked a lot of that stuff, but like. Her getting kicked off the Cerritos, Cerritos, I thought was just like so like Kim and I just watching it, being like, well, of course she didn't, of course she's gonna yeah, be nice because like, that's really, the only like, move that the show has, that. you know, like is for her to yeah. to be, is to like for just to be very the very basic. It turns basic out she actually moment. did the right thing, and yeah, yeah. Also, like as a as a ex journalist, like I didn't love that, like it was like clearly like this woman is looking for something bad to say about about this stuff. Also, kind of funny, I recognized this what this person's voice, and I realized I looked it up late afterwards, and it's the person. What is her name? I want to I want to make sure I say the actress's name, but it's the woman who plays uh, a different, somewhat uh, unethical, or you know, uh, but like a somewhat questionable journalist, uh, Shauna Malway Tweep from from Parks and Rec. Um, Oh really? Uh, yeah, I can't remember what that actress is. Oh yeah, say. she's. I'm looking for it. Uh, it is Allison Becker is her name. Uh, okay. And uh, yeah, uh, but but the the other thing though that I was kinda, I was kind of complaining about the Kim in that episode that I was is I was like, why is this seen as a negative thing? Because it's like. Like, like, that they like go on a bunch of like adventures. The only thing that happens to them is this. It's literally stuff that happens to other ships like like most of the time the stuff that's happened to them is like yeah it's like just like the masks episode happens again to the cerritos it's like why is that like it seems like most ships of any note in starfleet are having weird hijinks right right like uh it doesn't really seem like 
a big a big problem. Like you know, they, they do the right thing, and like things things always end up working out. So, like I I, I was also just like, just do, does nobody know this is happening on the Enterprise or Voyager or whatever? Just, or is, <laughs> right or or like I I didn't really understand like why what was happening on the Cerritos yeah. was any worse than was like happening. at one point Voyager combined two of its crew members into one person and then killed that person to get them back yeah or another time Voyager split into two versions of itself yeah. and they decided that an entire ship's worth <laughs> of one of them had to die you know yeah uh, except for Harry Kim um, except for and uh, what's her name um, the baby oh uh, that turn turns into the uh, kid. Naomi, is it Naomi Wildman? Yeah, yeah. Isn't Naomi Wildman also from like? Doesn't Harry Kim bring? I think you're right, but I, I'm just trying Hello to. Universe. Is, is, but Na- yeah. is Naomi the girl or is Naomi the the mom? Naomi's the girl. Oh, what's yeah. the mom's name? Uh, I does she have a name? Is she, she does, just like I, Ensign Wildman? No, I don't remember. It's, I think it's Samantha. But uh, anyway, if we don't even that know, sounds right. We're not talking about yeah. that. <laughs> but no, so like, there's like some cool stuff in it, and like. But also, I'm just like the yeah, like that that you know the parts of it feel like very predictable and like uh, I don't know. You just feel like you could see a lot of the beats there. I don't know, and 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 so yeah, I don't know. It it it's good. It's still good. And I feel like I've maybe been like harping a little bit more on the parts of it that I didn't like as much rather than saying the parts I did like because there were parts that I. I did think they were very funny. There were some like yeah. fun episodes that I, I really enjoyed. I think it's just a kind of a thing of like, we really did like those first two seasons so much. And I think this is something I was thinking is like, and I don't know how much of it is like, I don't know if you can be nostalgic for something you watched a year ago or, but like, or just kind of like remembering it through rose colored glasses. But like, I, I feel like I definitely like, I didn't enjoy it as much as I have enjoyed other lower decks, but I feel like I was kind of trying to put myself in the mindset of like, if you hadn't seen those and you watched this, would you still like, would you like it? Like, is it, would you like it more if it weren't for the comparison to another version of it that you like better? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, like, is it, it still could arguably be the best like s- series of Star Trek currently on television. Well, that's the thing is I don't, I actually don't agree with you. Cause I, I still think that probably the first two seasons are, are the, are like still probably my favorite paramount plus star treks but i i think i actually probably liked season one of stranger worlds more than this than this season this season yeah um because i was just like this is you know i I felt like you know there were a couple times i wasn't like the biggest fan of of everything that was on stranger worlds but i was like this is like really trying something that i think is pretty interesting and it's yeah you know it, it it is it really is trying to be it's trying to understand like what star trek is now in a way that this this show never has like this show is this show is really like a it what do we, what did we like about star trek yeah, it's back like, in it's a it's a it's a synthesis of 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 yeah. the 90s era stuff which is which is fun i don't I'm that's not, fair yeah i do like it but i and i think like when the jokes hit like it, i think with the consistency the jokes were hitting in seasons two one and two like it still is my favorite my favorite one of these but then this season i was like this is still good and i don't want everyone to think that i don't think it's good but because like, i did but like ultimately i was like this is I, I like more of this than i don't like but it did feel a little bit not it felt a little bit just more less less fresh than it's felt in in previous seasons to me i think ultimately yeah um, and, and and stranger worlds i think still this year anyway felt felt very fresh but I, I think, though, you know, I think probably the next time that we're going to see these characters actually is on uh, Strange New Worlds, right? Because uh, I think Boimler... Yeah, I'm still so curious how they're doing that. Yeah, me too. Uh, Boimler 
Boimler and uh, and Mariner are both going to be on on the next season of Stranger Worlds, I think. They're directed by by old two takes, so uh, I be- if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, so that'll be that'll be exciting when that happens. Um, I did like the uh, the very brief one-off joke of Ransom teaching, like as part of command training, Ransom teaches people how to properly sit in a chair. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, so it's over. I'm just like I did have to explain that one, Lisa. I was just like, okay, I have a a a, a video <laughs> a tw- compilation to yeah, show you. Yeah, twenty second, now. just like clips of Riker being a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's not one of those things. Also, it's like I, I laughed, but I kind of felt was... bad laughing. Where I was just like, this is a this is a low this is like low hanging fruit, but it is like sure. it's still kind of tasty fruit. I can't deny that I I did laugh. You know. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Uh, Oh, just her favorite part of the the compilation I was showing is that like they show a clip of him getting out of a chair the same way. Yeah, and she's like, "Wait, he gets out that way too." And that, that's one of those things where it's she also just like failed to like could not grasp why he did that. And I'm like, "It's because he's cool." Well, I think no, I, in the '90s. No, I mean, I think, uh, and she's like, I, "I mean, also, he had, Jonathan Frakes is like six foot three or something like that." Well, I but. think he has back. I think he had back problems. I, that's that's what I had always heard. Is that like, oh, he, really? He okay. it was more comfortable comfortable for him to sit in chairs that way. I could be wrong about that, but that was my like for the for like the way that those chairs were built. That was always that was that was what I had heard. Is that it was like a yeah. Back well, end. I wonder if that's part of if like they don't because I would imagine possibly as part of the set they like you can't like scoot them in and out, and so you would have to like yeah work your way into it. That's a, that's fair. Yeah, the um, it's one of those things. I think if I was writing this show, I would probably be like, "This is a funnier joke if you don't call attention to it." Like, like if you're just like, if you're like, "All right, so the first thing you do is you sit down in the chair and you get like, like rather than being and then you like, just and then he just and he just does it Ra- rather than him yeah. be like, "All right, so the first thing you do is you sit in a chair with like this weird thing where we're yeah, like you gonna swing call your leg like, up and like, over the yeah yeah um, that's a fair yeah that that would be funnier. But anyway, uh. Yeah, I don't know that I have a lot much to say though about it. Like, you know, it's still it's still good. Um, and you know, we're gonna be moving. We're moving into Prodigy now. Um, so we gotta we gotta we gotta book through yeah, those. Yeah, I, I need to start watching. That. I need to rewatch the old the first ten, and then we gotta catch up with the the, the next ten because I think the first couple of those are out now. But uh, but yeah, I don't have a lot else to say about this one. Do you? I don't think so. No. Okay. Well, thank you everybody for listening to this. Um, usually we come out every other Sunday. This is a an off week episode that we're doing this, so we'll actually be back next Sunday um, with whatever whatever the the previous episode said was going to be the next episode in your feed. Uh, yeah. You can follow us on Twitter at Contracts at least for now. You can uh, follow us on you can. I'm not leaving Twitter to be clear, but Twitter Twitter might leave yes uh, earth like you know the the <laughs> half of the employees were just laid yeah, off speak- a couple days ago and I, I have my doubts about like the actual structural integrity of the website but um that, that will be interesting because of our delay in like several other right episodes we may we may spend a couple weeks saying that we're you can find promoting us our twitter at a website that doesn't exist yeah. when it doesn't exist so but you can email us out of contracts uh, at gmail.com you can uh visit presumably Email will still exist. Yeah, you can visit us on YouTube. Unless Elon buys Gmail, in which case then I have my my doubts. You know, um, but uh, I, I feel but, like if Elon Musk buys Google, then like I have my doubts about just the future of the universe. I guess. Well, I, I all I'll say is that one that one reference to him in in season one of Discovery just feels 
worse and worse <laughs> every day. Like, like it just yeah. feels so, so like more and more miscalculated. But um, uh, yes, you can also follow us on YouTube uh, at Out of Contracts, or you can visit our website at outofcontracts.podbean.com. Contracts is spelled C-O-N-T-R-A-K-S. Uh, no, no one is making any threats to buy Podbean, no. as far as I know. <laughs> as far as I know. Um, you can also uh, follow us, or sorry, you, uh, you can also, in the meantime, you can also check out the other shows on the Cloudscope Media Podcast Network. There's Here's Johnny, which is a horror media podcast. There's That's Not a Science Work, which is a science pop culture podcast. And there's Wizard Studies, which is a Harry Potter podcast. Check any of those folks out. And actually, personal plug, uh, because this episode is going out tomorrow, uh, the company that I work for, Chip Theory Games, is currently in the middle of a crowdfunding campaign for a new, actually pretty cheap game uh called 20 strong which is like a kind of a solitaire card and dice game that is really fun uh and i am actually uh the i I was the designer of one of the decks we're selling with it so go check that out look just look up 20 strong game found you should be able to find it uh it is a very cool system and yeah i would say i would encourage you if you're if you like that kind of thing at all or if you're interested in what we're working on check that out because it's pretty cool uh so you can go check that out too and until next time we'll see you later thanks everybody for listening Thanks, everybody. Bye.